Science, exercise, nutrition, health, energy, passion. One year, no beer. This is the One Year No Beer podcast, where you will find all the latest tips, tricks and hacks for a way to live better. Welcome to another episode of the One Year No Beer podcast. I am Ruri Fairbairns and your co-host Andy Ramage is not with us today. So today I am up at the Spartan Races. Um, it's the Marston Lodge in uh, Market Harbour, a little bit further north from from where we no- normally do them. And um, really excited. We've got a whole bunch of volunteers down this time. Uh, it's such an incredible event to go to because you know it's really bringing one year no beer out into the open. Um, we're having these great conversations with people and um, some volunteers. A few one year no beer members coming down as volunteers and. Quite Quite a few One Year No Beer members running in the race with us on the Sundays. Um, But I think the biggest thing, the most interesting thing, is when I get together with the volunteers and I say, look, what's been your biggest insight um, from from all these talking to people? And they say, I'm just so blown away by how many people don't drink or have stopped drinking or choose not to drink or drink less. And you know what's really interesting (laughs) is that when you get around a tribe of people who it's natural for them to drink less or not drinking so much. It's really interesting because normally our tribe is just talking about booze all the time. Um, And I think that was a great insight for our members. Like, look, there's loads of other people out there in the real world, fit, healthy people who are out smashing goals and dreams and things. Um, And then the other thing is that there are tons of conversations with people who are not struggling, but we're like, oh, I couldn't do that, or I need a drink every five minutes, or, you know, why would I ever want to do that challenge? And we have a chat with them, and they're like, hmm, I see what you're saying. That's really interesting. Um, So have you ever thought about coming along to a Spartan race? Get in touch, because um, either come down to our tent and just have a chinwag. If you're volunteering for us, um, then we offer you a free Spartan T-shirt. These Spartan T-shirts have become so popular that the guys at Spartan are interested in marketing our t-shirts. How awesome is that? Big shout out to wife for her design. Um, And of course, Matt, our graphic designer. Matt, I've just got to say, you are a superhero. Um, Matt has done all our designs, all our branding, um, and he just does an incredible job. Talking of which, Matt is going to be coming along with everybody to the event in uh, September. So very much looking forward to the event in Manchester. Doing a bit more in the further north of England, which is great. Of course, we're trying to be more international. Now, I've got one thing, which is I want to part wisdom. Before we get into the interview with you today, I've been studying something or studying some videos online. And um, what's really interesting is the science behind these three words, um, there's these three words that we don't feel. The, the, what happens is, because we don't feel these three words, and I'm going to get into them in a minute, um, what we do is we go searching externally. Um, we don't feel that we are um, okay to achieve these things or we're not worthy of this. Um, and that sits in our psyche, and it can come from parenting and schooling in our younger years, um, where we've been really programmed into our brain that we just don't deserve the success. We don't deserve to be happy. We don't deserve to have that body or or to be fit or to get that pay rise. Well, we're all about changing that right now. We're going to help you change that. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to commit to the next four weeks, right? Something really simple. 
if there's only one thing you do for the next four weeks in your trying to be better or trying to improve your life or thinking about doing something, you know, because of course there's so much information out there and often we get sidetracked with different ideas and different concepts, just do this one thing. Go to your mirror the one you look at every morning, yes, go to that mirror and either borrow your wife or partner's lipstick or find somebody like that or a sticky note and write up on the mirror, I am enough. I am enough. And not only on your, on your mirror, perhaps save it as your screensaver on your phone. If you don't have a meme or a thing for I'm, I am enough, Google it or check our Facebook group because I'll be posting a few in there. I am enough. Now you could go as far as what I've done now and save it as every two or three hours, set an alarm on your phone so that when the alarm goes off, it says, I am enough and remind yourself to say, I am enough. And this is the only thing we're going to do. Nothing else. All we're going to do is say, I am enough. I am enough. In front of the mirror, to yourself, throughout the day, you're going to say, I am enough. And I think we're going to see some really big change in you. I'm excited if we just do this one thing. So, of course, I'm here at Spartan, not just getting people to think that they are enough, because of course you are, you're awesome. But um, we're here talking about races and fit people and healthy and getting fitter ourselves and challenging ourselves and getting over obstacles. And I'm talking to two elite racers today, Luke Carpenter and... Jack De Benedictus, um, currently in the top in the Elite Series, um, incredible Spartan guys, very inspiring. So that's enough from me. Let's check out the interview. Yo, how are we all doing? We are in the van. The van. The what van. is she called? Something? Betty. <laughs> Betty. Betty. Yeah. Betty. I'm not sure why, but yeah. We are in the Betty van. <laughs> um, and uh, whoa, back Betty. Oh, Black Betty. Um, <laughs> Black Betty, yeah. Um, and uh, just outside Spartan Races with two absolute legends, Luke and Jack. Luke and Jack. Yo. These two guys we met the first time, first time we were doing I Spartan did. in Ireland. In Ireland, yeah. Which was quite a long while ago now. Was, yeah, three May. months ago. It was May. May, yeah, May. May, May 12th. They run in the elite races, so they are super mega, mega fit. Um, way beyond anything I am, or probably ever will be. I'm <laughs> <laughs> say saying that I did beat you just now at the uh, Irish <laughs> He did. Um, and um, these two guys, we got chatting, and of course they, they've changed their relationship with booze, and so I really wanted to get them on the podcast. More importantly, they run their own podcast, OCR-Audio is the Instagram. We'll talk more about that. What's yeah. the podcast called again? OCR Audio. OCR Audio, Obstacle Course Race Audio. So if you're into your obstacle course races, then definitely check that out. So anyway... Let's hear some more from the guys. So, guys, um, tell us a bit of background. Uh, where are you from? And, um, you know, tell us about growing up and how you got into uh, Spartans. Yeah, so I'm from down south in the UK, from Pool, Bournemouth area, kind of on the seaside. Um, I've grown up there. Um, in my mid-twenties, I moved abroad, came back, um, and I live there now. Um, I only really took Spartan racing up when I was... Probably about 2016 was my first race, so OCR to me is still relatively new kind of sport. Um, but I've always been from a sport background, um, ran cross country school, football, um, hockey, tennis, any sport. 
Um, and then I went in and did personal training, fitness instructor cool. qualifications when I was young. Um, I do that as a career now. I'm a leisure club manager at a hotel in Bournemouth. Um, I guess maybe when I was younger, um, I was kind of like playing more football and everything. Um, we used to go out on the weekends after our matches uh, quite a lot. I actually had a kind of a part-time job as a club promoter at one stage. Oh, really? So, uh, <laughs> I was, uh, I was We've all done that job, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> Not me. Yeah, <laughs> selling tables and stuff. But yeah, so I was out here in town, um, kind of maybe going out drinking three nights, four nights a week with yep. my early teens, early 20s. Um, had a lot of holidays to like um, Ibiza, Mallorca, Magaluf. I think that was quite a big thing for our age group, though, wasn't yeah, it? It was kind of like a party uh, lifestyle, I guess. Yeah. But um, sport and moving around the country has kind of drawn me away from that, and much more. I don't think maybe I drink once, once a month. Yeah. After a win. Once <laughs> <laughs> a week, then. I want to celebrate. But yeah. So. But you, you were saying earlier, just before we went on, that um, you reckon that m- I moved to Dubai. Uh, sorry, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I moved to Saudi Arabia when I was like 24. Um, I got a career offer out there as a fitness manager, um, and obviously in Saudi Arabia, you cannot drink. Yeah. So it kind of made me not drink at all. Um, obviously I was fitness manager out there, so I was running three gyms. So I was basically going to the gym all the time, doing kickboxing, running, working out. So my life style just kind of switched straight away yeah. to more sport orientated and in other activities away from drinking. Every now and then I went on a few holidays and went over to Dubai where you can drink and stuff. So. But, much more now my focus is on more sport orientated stuff um, obstacle course racing I think um, not really go out at all anymore (laughs) stay at home what about you I'm completely different Um, so I found you know that yeah (laughs) yeah, yeah, I'm a special breed so uh, okay same truth I was about 15 stone at the age of 16 so I was a big lad and I didn't do any sport um, I was the guy that didn't get picked for football. No one I really imagined yeah, I know, you. I know, exactly, exactly. Um, would hate the idea of running. I'm that guy that says now, I can't run a mile without my knees hurting everything. You know, I was that guy. Wow. Um, I found a love, because I've always swam. We're a bit of a swimming family, so I could always swim. I found a love for water polo. And it was great because I could use my weight and my ability to swim in a swimming pool, because that's pretty much rugby wrestling in the water. <laughs> Got quite good at water polo uh, for our local site um, in Spalding up the road, actually, not far from here. So then I started deciding that because I wanted to get better, I needed to do something. So running, I actually started taking up running to lose a bit of weight. That then aided my swimming and what have you. At this point, I've never really been a big drink with myself anyway because I can't handle it. Uh, my partner at the time was at university, very much that culture of going out on Wednesday, student night, Saturdays, you know, like really getting going out to get pissed if you like never really been a fan of that purely because if I do have a drink I'm hammered within one drink so because yeah. I'm a bit of a lightweight so I've always had my own jobs as well so I've always been self-employed so the, the risk of like wanting to go out the next day and money was more important to me than not being able to get up at all do you know what I mean yeah now very much like Luke from a sport point of view it's turned so now I want to look after my body everything from what I eat to drink to what I put in it I realise alcohol is probably the worst thing you can be putting in it yeah um, from a sport point of view so just going back I then converted so I then got into triathlon from running 
um, did a couple of Ironmans at the end of my sort of triathlon uh, hobby, if you like. Then decided I want something different. I'm, a, I'm that guy that wants a challenge. And once I've done the challenge, I'm right now on more. Yeah. You know, and the idea of doing an Ironman to me was like the ultimate. And I was like, well, actually, I've done it now. What's that next thing? Yeah. And that's when someone said to me, well, you can start doing like ultra races, adventure races, you know, obstacle course races, but like over 24 hour running and things like that. And so you were like, like yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly <laughs> that. Exactly that. Uh, did my first Spartan in 2016. And then, yeah, just did okay and I realised oh I quite like this but it started as a bit of fun yeah. uh, but that fun and my competitive mindset has really taken over now to every race is dialed in nutrition dialed in mm. hydration dialed in you know even like sleep patterns and coaching I mean we've both got a coach yeah. we're so serious at it now yeah. it's like it is your life yeah. and Spartan is my life now yeah. which is great you know I love it and I, none of it feels like a job none of it feels like a chore None of it. Hardship. Not a hardship at all. Just um, love it. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it's it. It's exciting um, when you find a passion like that. Yeah, no, mm. for but sure. What's interesting, just reflecting on when you talk about sport, sport being that conscious choice. Actually, when you first put your toes to sport, it's still very alcohol focused. Yeah. Mm. There's still a lot of alcohol celebrating rugby, with rugby yeah, or, yeah. you know, alcohol at football. Or, and there's yeah. a lot of people out there going in that first stage of sport who are still like, well, hang on, these two go hand in hand together. Mm. Yeah. It's that social sport. side. But yeah. when you get a little bit more serious when you start to think I want to improve my time or start, and you start to take it seriously that's when you think right I really need these lifestyle choices and, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. ditch those sort you of can things. see the divide as well especially in kind of football and stuff the ones who aren't going and alcohol and stuff but the ones who are taking the choice to really commit themselves to it yeah. the ones when I was at school there was a few guys in my local area that took up that take up by proteins yeah. and they were the ones that were never going out yeah, they were focused. They were going to football. They were training at that time. So it's a conscious kind of choice, and it's very noticeable when I guess when you're at like the younger age because it just the step into sport kind of starts then. Yeah. What, what I do like now though is I do think that culture of going and get is definitely on its way down. Yeah. Because I think young people are starting to realise that actually that's not good for them. You know. No, that's right. Well, the stats are backing that up immensely. Oh, yeah, it's the yeah. lowest number, you know, 16, 24 is lowest number ever. One in 25 people are, are, yeah, are binge drinking. Yeah. Um, so it's really, really on a decline, um, which is exciting. But it, it also reflects how, you know, the later generations, we've just been marketed to and conditioned and everything else. And that's what we're trying to help people unwire. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Talk about Spartans for a minute. What was your first Spartan? Do you remember your first Spartan yeah, and yeah. why do you love it so much? So for me, um, in actual fact, I, I'm gonna swear on the channel. Basically, some guy said to me, "Right, Jack, you're into running now. Go do a tough mother." So we went uh, to that Scotland. Is yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. Uh, we went to. <laughs> we went he was to, made to do it. <laughs> we went to Drumlinning Castle in Scotland, which was actually not too far from where my father was living at the time. We did it, and I, I enjoyed it, and it was different. And I liked the obstacles, but it just wasn't. Didn't quite. Tickle just me. Wasn't yeah. Just wasn't quite there, yeah. you know. And then a friend of mine said, "Well, do you know what? I'm going to Peterborough Spartan next week. Do you fancy jumping in the car?" I literally signed up there and then open wave. So this wasn't serious. Yeah. It was just a couple of guys yeah. having a bit of fun. We turned up. We did the super in the sprint. I uh, did the super first. 
loved it that much the night I signed went home signed up for the sprint the next day went back again just open way not many people do that just for, no. just, just for you listeners no. out there not many people do that um, <laughs> already a high level of fitness yeah I, no, I suppose I was I suppose I was lucky enough because I'd had enough triathlon training in me yeah. I knew that you couldn't throw that much at me that it wasn't going to kill me from a fitness level yeah, yeah okay burpees and carries and things like that are all going to be a bit different to what I was used to yeah. but I knew I was going to survive it wasn't like taking off a 24 hour ultra marathon or anything like that you know yeah, my, my mindset was right if that makes sense yeah. I think by that time as well I was looking for that next thing then when I rolled in second um, in the open group I thought oh well, why the hell didn't I do elite then yeah. but at that point we didn't know I didn't know and then here we are hey you know like ever since then I've signed up elite and raced all last year raced every race this year okay missed a couple of races through tactical coaching but past that we're um, we're on every race this year as well oh, we've been to every race this year yeah I've been to every event this that's year. amazing and there's financial rewards now in um, there is now the regional racing. series yeah, yeah which yeah, Luke can tell you a little more because he's heading that at the minute at the moment yeah, so are you he- yeah, you're, sorry you were I'm joint first at the moment amazing so we'll, well done see. the next race is tomorrow so joint first with uh, Tristan yeah wow Tristan did that's so cool so did he win it last year or um, last year there wasn't a series so this is the first year that they've had a UK and Ireland uh, national series um, and also those national series have money on the races so first and uh, thirds have uh, 400, 200, 100 pounds as prize money yeah. um, and also some of the sponsors are giving away prizes for the uh, podium guys but yeah it, they used to have money before and then it's kind of moved away now they've got it back in so we're in line with all the other Spartan race series around the world yeah. so we've now got one so it's, it's really good making it really competitive Yeah, we'll exciting. definitely see like tomorrow uh, the level of competition will be uh, um, a lot higher um, than it's than it Just was dropped off a staff meal thank you very oh. much <laughs> as we get through three meals for Rory three meals oh, one apiece staff meals well, thank you Greg staff canteen <laughs> <laughs> I think hopefully it's very healthy food yeah. or it could be donuts yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so we don't know well talking about healthy yeah. food they've got I mean this is what's great you see how much things are changing like they've got the the, the most popular one is like the vegan yeah, yeah. Uh, vegan yeah. food up there that so. smells really nice though. Yeah, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have found that a year ago no not at all Massive, massive cultural shifts. One year of beer and the vegan tent being really popular. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Who'd have known? Um, but I think people realise that, like, just coming into back to Spartan, if people like, it, we all know that we potentially eat too much rubbish. Yeah. Potentially have one too many beers. I mean, my my father is a great, you know, he, th- he thinks a bottle of wine's quite not a lot. And I was like, no, Dad, a bottle of wine is a lot. You yeah, know, like, I suppose he's been doing a bottle of wine for. But he doesn't realise it's affecting him. Yeah. And this is the thing, people don't... It's a bit like when you come off bread for the first time or you come off something you've been... Coke. Something that you've been having. Sugary. You don't realise the effect that's having on your body. Yeah. And I always say to... Because I'm now a personal trainer. I always say to my guys, right, have a complete elimination. Come off something for two weeks. Yeah. You'll soon realise if it's good or not. Yeah. And honestly, that two-week marker, you know, so I used to say, you're a year. But if someone does like the occasional glass of red wine or yeah. gin and tonic, just two weeks, yeah. and you'll realise that actually that sneeze might go away or, you know, you might feel a bit better or your your inflammation and your muscles, it's surprising what it affects your body doing, you know? That's exactly the reason why we created yeah. the challenge. Yeah. You know, most people have absolutely no idea how alcohol is affecting them, so come and just do a challenge. That's yeah. all it is. Don't yeah. worry. Tell your yeah. mates you're doing a challenge. Yeah. That will hold the peer pressure at beginning, yeah. which is often the biggest thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And meanwhile, you experience what it's like. And what's um, the shortest amount of days? 28. 28 days. Yeah. 28 days is Easy. a short amount of time. Exactly. Especially to what you could find out after that 28 days about yourself. 
Yeah. Like, oh, I feel a lot better. Oh, my ankles aren't as bad as they were. That, and that's yeah. exactly how it is. That could be. That's exactly how it is. Now, we're just going to pause quickly there because I challenged Luke and Jack earlier on at the one year no beer stand in the Spartan races um, to do the high striker. So we've got a high striker, which is one of those circus um, sort of, you know, you hit the mallet down really hard and the little uh, metal thing shoots up and dings the bell if you're lucky enough. Um, so I couldn't, you know, obviously they, they're supposed to be super fit, super incredible Spartans. So I wanted to see if they could do it first time. Here we go over live now. Good afternoon, everybody. Here I am with Luke and Jack. You may have remembered them from the last time. Anyway, so these two legends are, um, we're going to get into a bit of their story in a second when we nip round to the van, Ua, their van. But first of all, we're here at the one year no beer tent. Woo! At Spartan in Marston, Marston Lodge. Marston. Does anybody know anything about Marston Lodge? Uh, it's a very nice course. Yes, it is. Quite, quite hilly. hilly. Yeah. Looks hilly. Looks hilly. Look up there. Looks pretty hilly. Okay, so um, who wants to see Luke and uh, Jack try and hit the striker? We all do. So we've got a little high striker here, which is one of them things you have to hit and hit the bell, just for those who are listening in later. Who's first? Luke is. I'll go Luke's going first. Um, guys, I just if you don't mind, I'm just going to squeeze two people in here because we're just doing a quick Facebook Live. There you go. Here we go. Right, you ready? Here he goes. Oh, so close! That went all the way up to 95. You get more goes, you get more goes. Come on. Here he goes, Jack's on it now. Come on, Jack. He's going to hit it, he's going to hit it. Oh, you missed it! Missed it completely! Come on, son. You finished the Spartan, you can do this. This is why they say it's a real challenge. Hit that hard, come on. Oh, yes! Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? Give me one more bash. One more bash from Jack. No pressure. Here comes Jack. No, come on. Boom! It's all in the technique. That is awesome. Right, we're gonna go and we're gonna head down to their awesome van and uh, continue the conversation. Where are we going? Down that way? Yeah. I will pop this up on Facebook Live in a minute and we'll do a little interview with the boys. See you soon. Cheers. <laughs> so there you go. Um, it's uh, it's all about the technique. Anyway, here we are back at the interview with Luke Carpenter and Jack De Benedictus. So um, what's really interesting is a lot of our uh, members, I think, feel that Spartans way beyond their yeah. physical abilities. You know, we might have our, our audience is probably majority thirty-five to forty-five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and and they hear me saying it all the time, and they go, "Well, that's all very well for you, Ruri. You know, blah, you, you're fit, you know, whatever." Um, but. I almost want to talk to, you know, the 15 stone you, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And I want you to talk, you know, what would you say, what would you have said to encourage that 15 stone um, person to come and start drawing, t drawing Spartan races? And what would be your advice? What do you think you, your 15 stone self would have to yeah. do in order to do a sprint? Yeah. Because there would be so much fear. You'd think I can do that and everything else. Of course. Yeah. I mean, to answer you, nothing comes easy. Like yep. nothing in life is handed on a plate. You know, I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, it's easy. Yeah. I mean, I generally think it is, but <laughs> it's not. You know, like, you have to work your ass off all time. Yeah. You know, like, and that is not just training. It isn't just a case of going out for a 5K run. Or it is, you can make sure you're in bed by time. Yeah. You know, you make sure you're eating correctly. Sleep. You make sure you're up, you're asleep, your mindset's right. <laughs> if all those things link together, 
then you will do your best. Yeah. The other thing with Spartan as well, and, and this is why I love racing Spartan, it's your race. Yeah. Yes, okay, you might be up there with 150 other people or thousands of people in the open group. You've got to forget them. Yeah. You've got to focus on you. Yeah. And if you if you trained what I would say not get a coach because we haven't got all money to get a coach but do some research because yep. that's how I started lots of research Google's amazing if, as long as you look in the right places lots of research know your body so know exactly what you can and can't do know your limitations mm-hmm. know like if you're going to wear a watch and your heart rate into 180 and you can't sustain that don't be there you yep. know so know your limits and work with that you know and if you can do that you'll finish that race forget everyone else yeah. forget people telling you yes and no you can't you're crazy get all the time yeah. oh by the way I've just signed up for a 24 hour run you're crazy you're stupid yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know yeah I am but actually yeah, I know I can do it I know yeah. I can do it you know, yeah. my te- when I pass that I want the next thing yeah. you know? with like a sprint race so if somebody wants to come in do a sprint race and they're on the challenge um, check out the sprint how long the sprint is yeah. Yeah. it's probably normally around about 4 miles Probably want to 40 check. minutes. Yeah, probably want to check that you could run four miles, yeah. like a kind of a base. You want to check that maybe a few times, make sure that you can do the distance, you're comfortable, um, you've not got any niggles, any problems. So once you can get the distance down, um, and then you want to be looking online at the, the Spartan blog because they've got a lot of stuff on the leading the basic training. training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tips and training you on don't the even need blog. big equipment now. You can do a no, lot of it, you know, body it's weight. Of, it's a bit of body weight. Yeah. It's a bit of um, you know, some yeah. press-ups and burpees. Yeah. That's really um, weird. It's, you, know, a bit, you, know. you need to get a little bit of body weight. Otherwise, you're going yeah. to be doing a lot of burpees. But you could go oh. to your local juice and name drop you could go to your local <laughs> merchants <laughs> you could go to your local merchants and pick up a 25 kilo bag of sat you know and that's it you carry that around yeah you I know would, I would even think like if you could do the distance and you can do a minimal to probably like 5 to 10 pull ups yeah you'd probably get yourself around the horse yeah um, if it's a sprint if it's not too Agreed. many carries in the sprint you might have one sandbag carry but it is doable you can move the sandbag around right. a lot and you can put the sandbag down Yeah, so that's not too bad and all you need to do is get over that finish line because yeah, once you you've come over the finish end. line and you've jumped and you've got that medal around your neck oh, yeah. the like belief that. is yeah. incredible self esteem is amazing so, yeah. and the other big advice I'd say is keep yourself with people that um, are lovers not haters yeah. you know surround yourself with people that believe in you don't let anybody tell you you can't do it or you're stupid and you will get them yeah. you know, even as close to your parents will say you can't do that you yeah. can't beat him you can't do that still get it out yeah. you know you've got to you've got to surround yourself with people that go no that's great well done and and that gives you the push edge um, no matter where you where you are and what you want to do and what time you want to achieve and yeah. then once you finish that sprint you'll be signing straight up for the super you will it yeah. exactly because you, exactly. exactly. you wouldn't be here if you haven't got that slight edge to you anyway yeah but I don't think there's many people streak. that finish that line and go I'm never doing that ever again you I killed me I've never heard anybody say that I don't think I've ever heard anybody no. say that sounds silly you know, and they're usually buzzing they're yeah. usually they're very yeah. like, that was yeah. amazing yeah. Yeah. or ow yeah yeah oh, um, so last uh, race whenever that was I can't remember where were we uh, we last were in uh, Gloucester down. Yeah, yeah. down um, and um, we had a couple of ladies there and there were some big tears before you know climbing a very high you know real fear mm. and I was like look this is this is exactly what life's about right now you have a very strong limiting belief yeah. and there's lots of limiting beliefs wherever they are you know I'm always going to be this person I'm never that I'm always this He's better. and this yeah. is a limiting belief about your height and when you push through this you will open the door for you to pushing through the others so we carefully really carefully I mean she was shaking but up to the top back down the other side that I mean transformed yeah. you know you're just yeah. like oh my god I can't believe I did that that's amazing and to- so many tears so 
really powerful. I think, you know, and and Joe, founder of Spartan, says this is a lot, you know, not only about getting people off the couch, but about overcoming obstacles. It's just a synonym for overcoming obstacles in life. Yes. And this whole obstacle course race is basically like life. Yeah. You will get a load of obstacles in your personal life, in your professional life. And And you do sit there and think, I can't do this. Yeah, I can't do that. Oh, that's too hard. But same thing. You just navigate it. There's so many options to do like a A A-frame. Same in life. There's so many options to do any kind of issues or problems that you come up against. So. Yeah, and we all have those. I mean, like last week we we raced Morzine, mm-hmm. and the very last. Yeah, tell us about that. So that was a European Championship. Yes, yeah, Spartan Race European Championship. And I tell you, I read Joe's book not a week before. Yeah, and I swear <laughs> well to God, brilliant book. When brilliant. I was going up those hills, I was thinking of him and what he was saying. Like that last hill, I mean, <laughs> me and Luke were together. I got a fifty-pound sandbag back. I'm climbing up a bloody ski mountain. <laughs> The yeah, sun is yeah. beaming, I'm sweating. I actually took the top off and squeezed out the top in my mouth because that's how Thursday I was. Oh my God. I oh, know, that's how hot it was. That's when, that's when I left Dripping it in the hill. sweat. And I kept I thinking like, nah. to myself, do you know what I mean? That nothing is going to be as hard as this. Nothing in the rest of my life, this is going to be my point of it wasn't as bad as that. <laughs> my, my, my correlation point. Brilliant. Now I, I have like a correlation that. point. So like today, I'm thinking, oh, it's hilly, it's hilly, it's hilly. No, no, no. Yeah, last week, that last week was my, you know, interesting. Not as bad. So now as you've that. got a new level. Exactly, and yeah. same to as base that woman from her f- a fear of heights. Yeah, she's now got a new level. Yeah, that's she did right. that at Spartan Race. Yeah. She's got over that, overcome that. So true. We always find there's all not says that's easy life now. It's always going to be that next obstacle. Yeah. Yeah. But it's smashing it, plowing it down, and going again. Yeah, it doesn't get easier. Yeah, it gets harder if anything. But you get stronger. Yeah, you know. And Morzine for me was that race. Yeah. Um, I think we went for everything at one point. Oh, smiling, gosh. crying, laughing, wanting throw myself off the cliff on point you know and then to finish was incredible yeah. a bit like finishing my man you know when you've been out there 12 hours it's just like oh my goodness this is an amazing feeling <laughs> yeah you know so that's it like we've gone that's why the, we do it that is why we do it yeah we've gone to the level of qualifying for the european championships and we've gone to the level of finishing the european championships but it's each time so we had to qualify that was harder to run these races then we had to do the race so it's each level is a harder kind of thing yeah but no it was an amazing race um beautiful area. yeah Morzine beautiful morzine in the, oh, in the in the sun the three valleys morzine voreas and all that noise. Yeah, 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 yeah it's stunning yeah, it's beautiful and i mean nice rest day on like a lake yeah off the montreal lake montreal with a swim like cold water recovery just yep. taking it all in that's nice my wife and i went over to see joe in iceland mm. and uh, hung out with him there and we did his podcast and vice versa and that was awesome and then you guys have been out and you've done a bit of a podcast thing with yeah, him yeah. haven't you yeah. so is that out now the podcast no no yeah no, not no, yet no, but yeah. it will be coming yeah, out soon yeah. so um another interview him that'll be really exciting you've got some exciting news around that but you'll have to tune in either to us and yeah. each other again yeah. or yeah, yeah. into ocr audio to find out about your well, news which definitely is by windsor exciting. hopefully we'll know a lot more by windsor really? yeah, we'll have a yes lot more by and we'll we'll probably cry together again yeah and we need to get him to come to the uk races i yeah, think maybe because windsor will be our biggest one i think it is the uk's biggest one yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. and year party yeah good we'll, idea um and so he's gonna run with us by the way <laughs> or he's coming at eight o'clock he's coming at eight o'clock <laughs> on a chain we'll drag you along i would need some work i think need to actually work out a bit um so um we'll be doing you'll be you're at scotland yes yeah perth. going up to perth so what is next for you with um spartan races um where do you want to take this oh that's a good question well this year uh, get through the end of the the series races the national series um hopefully do well in that um and then evaluate next year 
what series there is in the UK um, and probably aim to go to World Championships in Tahoe. Yeah. Yes. So next year would probably be a Tahoe. We like that? the idea of um, in America. Tahoe. Yeah, but when? when? Oh, sorry, um, September. September. September, yeah. but they might change location yeah. uh, next year because it has been at Tahoe for, yeah, for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. England, Joe? <laughs> World Championships in England. Nice weather. Yeah, it's a good idea. Island, that would be a great race. Yeah, yeah. Flat. yeah. yeah no. Yeah. Um, well, it would be interesting to see what Perth is like because mm. Edinburgh was brutal. Edinburgh was brutal. It won't be as brutal as Edinburgh. No, no unfortunately not. Perth might be a little different. A little bit different. But um, for me, um, it, this uh, race tomorrow, we've got a couple of months off before another race. So right. it's basically a bit of downtime for us. Yep. Then get back into the training plan, ready for Windsor, yep. using Perth as a bit of a tester. Next year, I'm definitely um, after doing Europe last year. I'm definitely think last week. I'm definitely thinking more European races next year. Yeah, getting out. Um, I love England. Don't wrong. We offer some great races, but there's just think you know that that vibe of being abroad is incredible. So yeah, it's an amazing location. I think if we could, um, yeah, definitely take it further afield. Why not? You know. Brilliant. Spread the message, isn't it? One day. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Take the talk. Spread yeah, the message. Yeah, spread the talk. Brilliant. Um, and um, what, what, was, what final things would you say to anyone, maybe yourselves, you were drinking, you know, party lifestyle. That, what would you say to yourself um, if you were going to go back to when you were drinking the party lifestyle to get them to That's think tough. about changing yeah, yeah. Um, or making think, a change? Well, I've really loved committing myself to a sport and actually pushing myself to see how good I can do. Um, I would have liked to have maybe done that from an earlier age. Yeah. So if I'd found a sport um, and committed to it uh, a little bit earlier, maybe I could have been a little bit further along the process than I am now. Yeah. So yeah, maybe just find a really good hobby that you enjoy that is away from that kind of world. Yeah. Um, and kind of commit to it and then really see what you can get out of it in the end. Brilliant. Yeah. I think well, we all have we, that shoulda, woulda, coulda feeling, yeah, don't we? Yeah. Like, I wish we'd gone earlier, I wish we'd done this. But then you wouldn't be here and it would exactly. all be different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm kind of glad I didn't have that. I'm glad I didn't get to uni for a start. Um, mainly because if, I, if I'd gone to uni, I would have been that guy that would have just... Yeah, yeah, I would have gone down that wrong route, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm fortunate enough that I found a group of guys, water polo and sports, yeah. as my release. Yeah, yeah, now, at yeah. the time, my you partner tried. would say, oh my God, you're obsessed. You yeah. know, and people still call me obsessed. Yeah. They don't realise it's in the passion. It is... I'm obsessed. I can be really intense. You yeah. know, I want to run, want to do this, want to do that, want to run. You know, it is an obsession, but I, I don't see it as that. You yeah, know, I think anybody, yeah, I think anybody that drinks too much, that's obsession. Anybody that yeah. smokes too much, that's obsession. You know, like, it's no different. Yeah. Just because I'm going out and, and running or, you know, carrying a sandbag around the local village. <laughs> I am that weirdo that carries the bucket around my village, but like, <laughs> honestly, I'm not even joking. Well, your name's Jack. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So just going back to hobby, um, my tip for everyone, this is uh, for you guys listening, um, my tip for anyone, the, the thing we're talking mostly about sport here is of course we're at Spartan, mm. um, but the key is about finding a tribe and also finding that hobby which gets you, you know, the distraction, also something to obsess about and, and get excited about. So I always say, head on down to WH Smith, scan through the magazines, not the top row ones, mm-hmm. scan through the magazines, maybe pick five mags of different hobbies, the one that you read that you really can't put down, they follow it and, and, and follow that and see where it takes you down the road because you know, really finding that hobby and that tribe really helps. Of course, we think that obstacle course racing is the number one thing to do because that gets you out, gets you fit, gets you healthy. 
and we truly believe that almost anyone can do a sprint you've just got to do a little bit of practice to get yourself in there and the sense of achievement is massive mm-hmm. commitment and preparation is the way forward that's it that's that. um, we'll be hearing a lot more from you guys because you absolutely rock and um, looking forward to seeing uh, stuff come back from you thank you so much for being on the show cheers no worries. thanks a lot no for having us on take care see you later guys for listening to the One Year No Beer podcast. For a full list of episodes and to join in the challenge yourself, head on over to oneyearnobeer.com. One